Hey everyone, Ed Helms here. You might know me as Andy from The Office or Stu from The Hangover, or you might know me as the co-founder of BGS. I know, I'm just as surprised as you. They let me co-found something. But here's the thing, we're doing it again. Yeah, this time we're leaping into our other deep love, the vast and vibrant world of country music with something we're calling Good Country. Now this isn't just another newsletter. Think of Good Country as a place. A place where you can explore, learn, and dig into all of what makes country good. Seriously, country music has so much going on these days, and it's coming from so many different deep and soulful places, and we're here to cover all of it. Just as we've done for Bluegrass and Roots Music at BGS for over a decade. So sign up now at goodcountrybgs.substack.com and let us bring you the many sides of country music straight to your inbox. Good country. It's a nice place to be. Hey, it's Cindy Howes from the podcast Basic Folk, where we have honest conversations with folk musicians. Check out our very special 250th episode featuring an interview and performance with Basic Folk co-host Lizzie No. I feel like most women I know have an experience where They've been working and working and working to perform and to execute and to please everyone else. And then things sort of fall apart a little bit in some way or another. And partying can actually be a really important step towards getting free because it shows you where you need to fall apart and being on the dance floor, like in community with mm. other women and mm -hmm. in community with queer people. Mm -hmm. Like for me, those experiences have been so important. This time, Lizzie is on the other side of the mic talking about and performing songs from their brand new album, Half Seas. Basic Folk's 250th episode with Lizzie No is streaming now on the Bluegrass Situation Podcast Network. Join us there or wherever you get podcasts. I've always been an open-minded dude, I feel like. You know, never... Yeah. I, you know, I've gone through phases like we all have, you know, and, and I just try to be open to being the better me that I can be. And I fail just like everyone else, but I just try to keep striving for that. And that's what I'm, you know, kind of looking for on the horizon is being a musician, too. I want to be challenged. I want to be the best that I can be and bring all I've got to the table. Welcome to the Travis Book Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Travis Book. This episode is brought to you by Thompson Guitars, makers of fine instruments handmade with love in Sisters, Oregon. The podcast is presented by Americana Vibes and the Bluegrass Situation, and our show is part of the Bluegrass Situation Podcast Network. You can dive into all things Roots music anytime at thebluegrasssituation.com. I know Jeremy Garrett about as well as anyone else, excepting his wife Connie, of course, We've traveled together for 17 years as founding members of the infamous String Dusters and spent about a decade of that sharing a room when we traveled. We affectionately referred to each other as our road wives. Beyond being a great songwriter, brilliant fiddle player, and vocalist of the highest order, he has a cutting wit and a steadfast dedication to his art and his craft. I'm grateful to call him a friend and look forward to many more years creating music and traveling with this bluegrass titan. This episode was recorded live in April of 2021.
and live from the Gray Eagle in Asheville, the Pearl of Carolina. It's the Travis Book Happy Hour with special guests from the infamous String Dusters, Jeremy Garrett and the Happy Hour House Band featuring John Stickley. And now, your host, Travis Book. Hi, thank you so much. Welcome to the happy hour. I don't even know what to say. I'm so grateful that we're here today. I'm so grateful Jeremy's here. The String Dusters just got off of a, uh, of a short little tour, our first tour. That, what we call that is a sense of normalcy. But we do appreciate you all playing along still, wearing your mask, doing your part. But we are on the backside of this thing, and there's so much reason to be hopeful. And so I shall do a song of hope. Why we worry, tell me. Why we crying, tell me. Can we live together without pain? Burdens at our doorstep, burdens in our heart. It's time to let them travel, lay them down. From the tallest mountain down in the lowest valley, we're all asking, we want to know why we're climbing. Tell me why we're falling. Tell me where we're going. Want to know right sunrise rise not promised it's all we know can we quantify it can we try and name it try to fight it hold it close right Thank you very much. It's been three weeks since our last happy hour. I'm so, I'm so happy to hear you say that. For those of you listening at home, someone missed us. Um, I really am so grateful to be able to, to, to get to do this. I was, I have 
some thoughts. I was I was coming home through Greenville the other day, and I was I was really happy. Just gotten off a week of playing uh, shows with the String Dusters. We'd just been down in Charleston, and I was riding high. Let's just put it that way. And I came to a stop sign, a stoplight in Greenville, and I looked over, and there was this old lady. She was holding her cardboard sign, no teeth, and and I didn't even really read the sign. I think it said something about food, and right away I started rummaging around. You know, I don't always give money away, but for some reason I knew I had to give this woman everything I had, so I started looking around. I only had $11, but I rolled down the window. I'm like, hey. And she comes over, sticks her head in the window, and I give her the 11 bucks, and she goes, thank you. And before I could even think about what I was saying, I go, I love you. And she goes, I love you too. God bless you. And then she walked off. And then I drove off and I started crying because what I had realized in that moment was that I had sort of like broken through this film where I, had, I was no longer seeing her as someone separate. She was like the representation of every... I looked at her and I was like, that's someone's... That could be someone's mother, right? That's probably someone's sister. It's certainly someone's child. And in that moment, I was like, well, don't we all, like, don't we all have that... like?" broken, toothless old woman asking for help inside of us. And for some of us, you know, I think like there's this great lyric uh, by Aaron Tashin that goes, some life choices are cries for help that nobody ever hears. And when I think about that, I think about people like, like Tucker Carlson, you know, and I think about how, how awful it must be to be Tucker Carlson. Like he must be so like tortured, you know? And, and when I think, when I look at it that way, you know, when I see in Tucker Carlson the same thing that I see in this old, old woman, which is someone who's crying for help, it, it has the potential to awaken this deep well of compassion. And I was bowled over by it in that moment. And then I got to thinking about Tucker Carlson, and I got real upset. But I'm trying to have compassion for that turd, too. You know what I mean? So, without further ado, let's play a little bit of music. We're going we're gonna to do, do a song by Gordon Lightfoot about a homeless person.
the dark and dingy staircase the old man made his way ragged coat around him as upon his cot he lay wondered how it happened that he ended up this way getting lost like a fool in the forest Thank you. That was John Stickley there on the guitar. Now, my guest tonight, he's been my roommate for a decade. He's been my bandmate and friend for over 15 years. As a member of the Grammy Award-winning ensemble, the infamous String Dusters, he's gained a reputation for a take-no-prisoners approach to music. Jeremy has a reputation for being all in, all the time. All in, all the time. If he's playing, he's there, all the way there, no question. And if he's not there, then he's probably put the piddle down. A bandmate called him one of the most ferocious and creative musicians I've ever heard or played with. That wasn't me. And standing next to him on stage, I continually see jaws drop at the frenetic climaxes of his solos, and I'm always in awe at his delivery of a song and a lyric. He agreed to stick around for a few days after a run of String Duster shows in Virginia and the Carolinas, so please, make him feel welcome. Jeremy Garrett. Thank you very much. 
Love you, Travis. Thanks for those kind words, man. Uh, you know. I have more. I'm just trying to play music, and I'm using a fiddle to do it. So hopefully I'm throwing out a lot of the rules that normally apply. And that's been the thing that's sort of attracted me to the fiddle. Yeah, it's interesting. With that, that, it's interesting you say that because that's something I wanted to talk to you about. I was planning on talking about it later. Something that's, that's so uh, d- sort of definitive in this phase of your career where you are just really, it's like you're kicking down walls wherever you find them. You know, you're really expanding um, what's possible for you on, on, on the fiddle with, with, with the looping. And I think that's really cool. It sounds like that's sort of been kind of... that. Well, I was going to say, you know, I, I've got a note here, like, you, you know, you came up in, in, in Idaho, but you, you weren't into the contest scene. You've always been a pure improviser into playing tunes your way, into expressing music your way, and not trying to emulate. Yeah, it was like a, a rebellion or something that I had um, <laughs> as a youngster. I just didn't want to be, I don't know, like, I, I hated, like, the in crowds, the cliques, the groups. I never was trying to be a part of that, you know what I'm saying? I just was trying to be as myself, and that was hard enough. And uh, so, so coming up, you know, through school or whatever, you know, nobody knew what bluegrass was in Idaho, you know. And then there was this group of, of fiddlers that joined, you know, this, uh, I forget, it was Fiddlesticks or something, you know. It was cute. And they all had their thing, <laughs> and they, they all played the same way. Their bows went the same way, and... All the people that ever won the old-time National Fiddlers Contest, I grew up near Weezer, which is 40 miles right. or so away. Right. All the people that ever won that won by playing a certain Texas swing-style uh, contest style of fiddling, even though they call it the old-time National Fiddlers Contest. And I thought it was so hypocritical because if you actually played any old-time music, you would definitely lose the contest. Um, so, right. and, and I have a great respect for the people. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's oh, similar yeah. to the sacred harp singing and that kind of thing in this part of the country. But Shape Notes is a, like a little more modern version of that. And uh, it's so that, you know, a lot of instruments here and there, they don't believe in, or uh, churches don't believe in having instruments. Or in the olden days, it was more of a thing where they couldn't afford any instruments. So it was this way that they could pitch a song and all sing on the same key, four-part harmony, and not really, and it's all in relative pitch, so you don't have to have any instrument to accompany you. Yeah. And so that was kind of how I learned how to sing. You know, my dad was a bass singer mainly. He was a really strong bass singer in the church, and my mom sang alto, and uh, my sisters would sing soprano, and then I would try to sing bass, and it was like, you know, three octaves above my dad. Right. Right. And uh, <laughs> then he got me onto tenor, and that really fit my voice better. And so that's kind of how I develop you know my tenor style and my my harmony singing definitely has a steep in gospel and church music for sure yeah that's that's um that's something i feel like that i wish i wish the string dusters would spend would 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 dive a little bit more into that it's like singing that stuff it's 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 funny you go to do gospel music and there's a bit of like um there's like some element of impersonation, you know, if like you're not part of that church and part of that tradition, you know, but, um, but there's something so powerful about even just singing sort of in that style, uh, uh, the way that it, the way that your body, your, the way that your chest is open, the way that you're, you know, you know, like singing in a church, singing in a choir, that yeah, I think is a you, different thing. You should be able to get a similar experience from a choir and, and, uh, you know, I did in high school, I met a girl who was in the madrigals and, she enticed me to join the Madrigals, and 
And, uh, you know, that was something that fit my style pretty good because I was able to, to get right into the harmony, the parts, and all that kind of stuff, you know. And it is a different style of singing, but it's also, I don't know, you know, doing that at a young age kind of helps you develop an ear for intervals and harmony, you know, flows. Of course, a lot yeah. of it is stacked in a gospel way, and you might not always sing that way if you're singing a rock song or whatever. No, but, but it helps you to understand It helps you to hear those where those intervals lie, for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's really cool, man. There's there's a bunch of other stuff I want to talk to you about, but I do. Um, I'm gonna let you play for a bit, if that's all right. Um, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna get right into some some music. Uh, everybody, Jeremy Garrett. Thank you very much. Actually, this is uh, gonna be coming out next month. And uh, this, this next single, and uh, I recorded it here with my good buddy John Stickley. Everybody, he's an amazing musician, and he's around the studio about the time that I was. And man, I was like, I gotta see if I can do a track with that dude because he puts that guitar on fire. But, anyways, man, thanks for joining me on this track, and it's called uh, I'm Not the Enemy. When the one you love the most holds a key And leaves you rolling in the way Of the demons and their endless misery I'm not the enemy, I'm not the enemy I'm not the one who put you down I am the one who brings you back and puts you on your feet So don't you dare yell at me in spite of what you think, I'm not the enemy. Yeah, well, what's the point of living in the past? While you let it hold this power over you. I'm not the enemy I'm not the one who put you down I am the one who brings you back And puts you on your feet So don't you dare yell at me In spite of what you think I'm not the enemy
enemy I'm not the one who put you down I am the one who brings you back and puts you on your feet So don't you dare yell at me In spite of what you think, I'm not the enemy tired yet Jeremy <laughs> you need a break nah. need five minutes off almost all the cars have been laid down and paid the next one I lay down could give it all away Just wish I had a poker face Almost all the dogs across the finish line The one I bet on, he's just taking his sweet time I'm laughing and I'm crying chance you don't get to choose your deed I just try to keep it real almost all the ice is melted in my glass and that old bartender's been giving me nothing but the sass I guess he doesn't want my cash well anymore
So I have more questions. Can we do the second half of the interview? Let's do it. So, Jeremy, you're not afraid of evolving. Try not to be. No, no, not at all. And I, and I know this and I say this because you are a person that has, you've done a lot of, you've done a lot of changing since we first met. Hey, uh, I try to be ever-changing. Why, why, why you never want to be stuck in the same moment, right? I love that, man. I have a, I have a buddy whenever he's, like, he, it's like an old high school friend. He's always trying to, like, get me to hang out, party. You know him, Kevin Mayfield. He used to work for us. <laughs> love Kevin. He'll be like, hey, man, come on, come on, hang out, whatever. I'll be like, no, man, I'm sorry. He's like, man, you've changed. <laughs> and I go, man, you haven't. <laughs> and that's, like, that's the joke. You know, so I love that about you. I mean, you know, whether it's, like, whether it's, like, hair, you know, whether it's, like, s- simple things, like, hairstyles or the clothes you wear to even like even like but but like but more specifically like the, the the music you're into the music you play and as you're evolving as a as a musician you know you feel like you're 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 embracing new musical styles how'd you get into this how'd you get into this looping thing well you know it's uh I, it all evolved from actually being you know i uh sold my, I don't know if it was a midlife thing or whatever but me and my wife sold our house in nashville tennessee after being there for about 13 years and bought an RV and traveled around the U.S. and lived in that with our cat and uh, just didn't really need a place to put down stakes, you know, and, and living that kind of lifestyle. I don't know if you guys have ever done that, but there's just something to it that just makes you sort of like have to be chill about a lot of things <laughs> and, uh, and be open to new things because if you're not, then you're not going to have any fun, you know, and so that was one of the things that sort of was the the kicking point for all that but you know I was still writing songs and being musical and I play all these other instruments and and I was recording on software and I had all that recording gear with me in the RV so bringing that all together and recording it into a project was such a fun process for me and and I enjoyed putting the demos together I put a lot of work into them and I was like man maybe I should release these and so I released the RV sessions one and two but along the way I was like how can I maybe there's a way to make this viable to bring to a live situation where I can bring this, what I'm doing in the RV, to the show. Yeah. And, of course, I would have to tweak it and whatever to make it, you know, listenable experience. But there was something to it. And the most obvious thing at the time with the technology coming up was a looping machine. And there's all kinds of different, you know, types of loops. But I picked the one that was kind of the best for bringing what I have to offer together, which is the fiddle, guitar, and mandolin, yeah. effects, and then singing, you know, on top of that. So, you know, it took a lot of basement practice, I'll say, um, like a lot. And <laughs> yeah. if you're like me at all, like I can barely, I just now know how to send emails and reply all, you know, <laughs> like so, so that type of thing is already a challenge for me. So I don't use any computers, as you can see. It's all just analog gear. This is the, probably the most computer thing that I get. But uh, I just try to use very simple things that aren't going to show me a spinning wheel of death. And if I can do that, I feel like maybe I can learn the, the, all the buttons and everything. So I took it upon a personal challenge to try to do that. And it, it, it paid off. You know, it took a lot of work. But it, it finally is to the point now where I can feel pretty comfortable putting all this stuff together, you know. That's really cool, man. I... I... I know when you first started off, first, you know, as, as part of a, you know, you're part of an ensemble, and so there's always a little bit of a, of a tension between sort of like all the, all the music that you have in you and all the music you want to play and the capacity for that ensemble to, to, to do that, 
whatever that may mean, whether it's uh, the ensemble's skill level or even just the sheer amount of other things that they're bringing, their own musical expectations, all those things. And so, you know, I know uh, for you, uh, playing, playing and recording and releasing your own music has always been something that you've done throughout the String Dusters journey. Um, and recently that's become um, even more relevant since we basically took a year off yeah. from being a String Duster. Um, you know, it, can, can, you talk, can you talk a little bit about, about that process? And I mean, one thing that I've sort of noticed is that it feels like, and I noticed this with you and for other guys in the band, it feels like it almost like takes a little bit of a pressure, it's like a pressure release valve for the pressure cooker of the band because you don't have to get it all done in that ensemble, right? Well, that's right. You know, uh, you know, playing in the String Dusters, this is the greatest bluegrass band I can imagine, personally. So, like, you know, I, I can't... Also, I was like, well, I'm not going to go put another bluegrass band together. I already have the best one, so why would I do that? So <laughs> yeah. it allowed me to kind of open up, well, what else can I get into that would be cool for me, you know? And, and also different from every other guy. Like, there's five very competitive very accomplished musicians and professional, you know, and in every sense of the word, all driving to do things. And when you have that kind of an atmosphere, you know, I, I like to be competitive, but I'm also like competitive in a non-competitive way, if that makes sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll do my thing and I'll do it the best, you know, but I want it to be really ultra mine because I don't want it to interfere with your circle. I don't want to have that kind of competition but i like the competitiveness of hey i'm doing this thing i'm driving myself to be the best that i can be and doing solo music has has definitely like upped my game as far as being a better musician for sure like it's it's opened so many more doors for me but also you know it there's an itch that happens i don't care who you are you know over a certain amount of time i love playing with the string dusters and it's it's so satisfying in so many ways but it's also just one part of what I do. You know, I don't play guitar or mandolin or, you know, sing certain types of material within the band because it just wouldn't fly. So, you know, and you got Andy Falco's, you know, perfectly good to play the guitar. So you don't need me over there, you know. So right. it's just kind of that's what it should be. And uh, but, you know, doing it on your own kind of gives you that that avenue to figure out what it is, you know, bring those other elements into play. And for me, it was it was a. Uh, like you say, it's very much a release. It's so satisfying. Doing a solo thing is very challenging in its own way. Mm -hmm. You know, trying to play outside of a unit. You have to bring all the mojo to the whole thing. All the music mojo has to come from one person, and you cannot yeah. fail. Because yeah. if you do, it's going to be the longest night of your life. So you really have to get after it, you know? And, and so that's, that's something that has been like a renewed juvenation for me. been playing since I was three you know, I've done it all. I've played with every country rock guy out there, you know, and, and big timers, you know, too. And it's just like, that's not satisfying for me in the way that playing with the Dusters and then doing my own thing is satisfying for me, you know. Do you think that, you, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Woo. Do you think that you're, um, do you think that sort of developing your, developing your, Developing this sort of solo self, this, this, um, the sound and the style, do you feel like that has in some ways sort of, um, sort of like furthered your own like per personal development? Like has, has, has developing your, your identity as a musician 
in some ways kind of also informed like your evolution as a person? Sure. I mean, it, for me, music is life. I right, mean, it's all the same. It's intertwined with my being. And uh, so that expression, you know, is trying to evolve, trying to find something. I don't, I'm not trying to reinvent any wheels, you know, like I'm not trying to make something new up. People have used looping machines before, but maybe like I'm the first guy to bring this guitar, fiddle, and mandolin and singing the songs that I sing and the sound that I'm bringing to it, you know, and, and that's something that I'm trying to keep as my original type deal. And, you know, just, just definitely having that sort of reflect in my own personal values, I guess, you know. Uh, I've always been an open-minded dude, I feel like. You know, never, yeah. I, you know, I've gone through phases like we all have, you know. And, and I just try to be open to being the better me that I can be. And I fail just like everyone else, but I just try to keep striving for that. And that's what I'm, you know, kind of looking for on the horizon is being a musician, too. I want to be challenged. I want to be the best that I can be and bring all I've got to the table. You know? you, and you do. I try to. Yeah, well, it's obvious. <laughs> um, I mean, I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask you, sort of. Um, I mean, this is this is maybe this may be this. It may be sort of the same answer that you just gave to that question. But like, what, what for you is kind of like, what is what is your what is the point and what is your purpose and what, you know, you 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 have this great saying, you'll say about someone. You don't say it as often anymore because you're you're a nice you're a really nice person. But you'll say something like. He doesn't even know why he gets up in the morning. Why do you get up in the morning? Well, that's a good question, actually. I'm not sure I know. <laughs> I mean, you know, so my criticism is looking inwardly, too, you know, and, and we all have days that we don't know why. I feel like I know I do. But at the same time, you know, it's, uh, that has changed around for me over time, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I want to say what I would post on Facebook, Travis, is I want to be the nicest, most peaceful guru type dude I can be, right? Yeah. But, you know, it's just life, so you just have to take it as it comes. You know, I'm lucky because I'm yeah. in a position and play music, and that's kind of my job, is yeah. to bring messages to people in, in my songs and to bring joy to people in a listening situation or a live, you know, or on my records. And uh, so I take that pretty seriously, you know, because music is spiritual for me personally. It's a very inward, deep, deep thing. So along with that comes, you know, messages of hope. And, you know, even though I'm not necessarily like a religious guy anymore or any, you know, a churchgoer for that matter, I just have carried a lot of those same messages with me. They're still dear to my heart, like the message of love and hope and peace and and brotherly kindness and those types of things, you know. So I try to put messages like that through my songs, and, and that, that I take seriously, you know. But uh, that, that's what I'm trying to evolve to. I write about myself first, you know. It's, it's more like a healing thing for me. And then if I feel like it works for me, maybe I can share that with somebody else, and they'll get that message too, you know. Yeah, man, really well put. I think that was, I think it was interesting what you said. You're like, you're like well, I would, you know, I would, yeah, I would, I, I'm trying to be like, peaceful like you're trying like you know it, it's we all want to get enlightened but I had to sort of realize I was like you know the likelihood of me getting free in this lifetime is pretty slim so I'm going to stop being so damn hard on myself and allow myself to just sort of uh you know live out my incarnation as it is you know to sort of accept that like you know maybe my maybe my purpose is a little more fundamental than I maybe th had thought 
but there's there's a lot of work that can be done, you know, in the it's trenches. Less pressure that way. Oh man, and you can put less. on as much pressure as you want on yourself, and that that can be a, you know, a definite definite what we call in the band a dirt anchor for your life. <laughs> yeah, you the know? dirt anchor. And it just holds you down, and it's hard <laughs> it to get past drags that. Drags you and, down. And uh, you know, so I don't know. I, I've always been drawn to the message of the of a hope, you know, a. a an optimism that we can do better for each other. And sometimes, you know, and I'm a big grouch. My wife will tell you this. So. <laughs> You're a little bit of a so, curmudgeon you know, sometimes. So that's not a natural thing for me. <laughs> so for me personally, it's a, it's a huge, that's a challenge, brother. You know, so. Yeah, but, but, the, but, that, but the, that is where your orientation is, I think, speaks yeah. volumes about where you're at. So just a few more things here. We'll get back to the, to, to the music. It's, I, call, I would call this the lightning round, but it doesn't mean, you know, you can give just reasonably lengthened answers you know it doesn't have to be like two word answers but what's what's next for you what's next well man uh i had all these answers to something of a question like that you know maybe even six months ago or at the beginning of the pandemic but all of that has changed and i just feel like i just want to keep doing what i'm doing with the dusters and grow that and and still have the platform that i have hopefully to bring some solo music and be my be a family man to my little girl. I mean, I I got kind of some simple requests out of life, you know. So that's how I'm trying to keep it between the rows, you know. I like that. I like. To, I have a saying. It's uh, you can have whatever you want within reason. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You know, you manifest whatever you want as long as it's reasonable. You can have it. Um, what do you What do you hope for? Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, a better climate for our country. That's what I hope. You know, just all around, just. You know, politics aside, I know they're tough, and that's, that's, a, that's a tough one, and, and everyone has their strong beliefs, and I, I come from a, a you know, varied background, so I can, I, I can identify with both sides in some ways, and, and I have my own convictions, but, you know, it's like we got to all figure out a way. It was talking to, to my buddy John, and we were talking about this around the table the other day. It's we all have to figure out a way to get along again and, and to have peace within ourselves, you know, and that's a naive, lame-ass thing to say, I think, you know, to, no. I want world peace, but that is what I want, I want that for my country, it's because everything. I love the USA, and I think we can do it, you know, if we, if we put our heads together again, so that's kind of what I hope for, but I believe it, man, I believe it. Just two more questions here, and then we'll take a real short break uh, for Thompson Guitar, but I wanted to ask you, what, uh, what are you afraid of? Small, tight spaces in the dark. <laughs> yeah, that's legit. Okay, and finally, what makes you happy? Uh, you know, my little girl has is, is, is really just brought a lot, most of my joy to my life, I feel like. You know, just watching her grow up and, and getting to, you know, spend basically the last year with her. She's four and a half now, so getting to, to just watch her sort of become, you know, a young girl now into that phase from, a, you know, a toddler. And uh, she wants to go fishing. She knows what a black cap chickadee is. And, uh, <laughs> you know, all that stuff brings joy into my life like nothing I've ever experienced. So that makes me the most happy. That's beautiful, man. Thanks so much for sharing this time with me, everyone. This is Jeremy Garrett. Thank you, guys. We're going to take a short, short break for our, our sponsor, Thompson Guitars. You know, I, I got this... Um, they, they hit me up and they sent me this guitar. I didn't bring it tonight because Stickley brought his. Uh, but they sent me this guitar and it's fantastic and I love it. And I'm so grateful to Thompson for their support. So uh, a word for Thompson. 
The Travis Book Happy Hour is supported by Thompson Guitars, maker of fine instruments handmade with love in Sisters, Oregon. The crew at Thompson carries on Preston's legacy with handcrafted guitars enjoyed by some of the finest players on the scene. You're welcome. <laughs> More at pktguitars.com. The Happy Hour is proud to work with Candaid, a nationally recognized nonprofit that rallies volunteers from all walks of life to build thriving communities. Through their unique integrated approach, they distribute water, provide opportunities for underserved youth to experience music, arts, and the outdoors, and to protect and restore the environment. You can view this and every Happy Hour episode anytime at thetravisbookhappyhour.com. And the Happy Hour returns May 5th with special guest Sierra Hull. Oh my God! And now back to the show. Hey, thanks so much, Bill. I'm so grateful that you're part of this, Bill. I mean, really, could there be a better voice for the Happy Hour than Bill Cubillis? Thanks so much, Bill. I hope to get Bill involved a little bit more. You know, who knows? This show could go on forever. It just really sort of depends on you and how delusional I remain uh, through the whole process. But I, I, do, I do so enjoy, um, I feel so grateful to have the great team here at the Great Eagle and their continued support. And, uh, and, and Bill and, and all, the, all the people that, that participate as part of my house band, too. I feel like, it feels like I'm wrapping up the show, but I just want to thank these people. You know, Mike Ashworth... Lindsey Pruitt, and of course, John Stickley, always there in the clutch. Always happy to play and make music. You got me through the pandemic, man. Thank you. You got me through. Of, uh, you're, you're, you're welcome. Does that mean I don't have to pay you? You said the check was in the mail. It is. The, 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 the post office is delayed. But. Wah, wah. All right, we're going to play a few more songs now. Uh, this is the part of the show that's a little bit more like we're going to sort of pretend like we're a band. So we'll, ta- we'll play a few more songs and... And then, you know, I don't even know what. Then the show will be over. On we go. Some love a little hell An angel and a devil on a shoulder Giving us the cell I'm stepping off of your crazy carousel I'm tired of throwing everything I've got And I'm wishing well
like to rock and some like to roll. It's different strokes for different folks, and what makes someone tick, you may never know. Of your crazy carousel I'm tired of throwing everything I've got Down a wishing well
of your crazy carousel I'm trying to throw everything I've got in a wishing well Down a wishing well. Play a song Jeremy and I made up with our good friend John Weisberg, who's also been a guest on the show, dear friend of the band, dear friend of bluegrass music in general. This is a funny little song we made up. We'll do our best. It's called Windy in Nashville. Ready? A one, two, three, two, two. Well, it's windy in Nashville today. And I don't think that I want to stay As hard as it blows, it won't take me away Been here too long, just singing my song well, It's windy in Nashville today Well, it's hard luck in Nashville tonight As the band's playing under the light 3 a.m. Broadway is a blinking its eye I keep playing on till the last drinker's gone It's windy in Nashville today Six hours late Sun is shining But the sky is still gray My dues piling up Like the bills I can't pay Night after night They're always inside Well, it's windy In Nashville today Don't want your soul in the song When 
the session is headed for dawn the suits have gone home but the mics they're still on don't play from the heart just follow the charm well it's windy in nashville today Believe in every one in the room 
for tuning in. Thank you for being here in the studio audience. Thanks to the Great Eagle and all of our supporters. Thank you everywhere, everyone, for everything. We'll see you back here next week on the Travis Book Happy Hour. This has been the Travis Book Happy Hour podcast. Thanks for listening. Huge thanks to Jeremy Garrett, John Stickley, Thompson Guitar, Americana Vibes, and The Bluegrass Situation. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and leave a positive review. It really helps us out. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Travis Book Happy Hour and online at thetravisbookhappyhour.com. And remember, it's okay to be happy.